You are listening to the Daily Escape Podcast with Sadie K. Frazier. This episode has been brought to you by Traveling Realms Media. It's me, Sadie. Just wondering what you guys are all up to. I thought I'd join you this week and do something a little bit different. I thought I'd just talk to you this week and spend some time just kind of catching up instead of uh, trying to do a podcast and plan everything out. I did make some plans, but a lot of stuff changed between now and then. First, I just kind of wanted to say to all the people that are just now joining us, It's exciting to know that you're putting your first foot forward and wanting to make a change and that you've joined us today. We've been talking for weeks about decluttering the things in our life that kind of hold us back from realizing our goals and things like that. But this week's going to be a little bit different, like I said. So our journey is just beginning and now you get to be a part of it too. I hope you all had a great week. Mine was just kind of okay for the most part. I can honestly say that I am so excited that it's Friday. I can see the weekend from here and it is much needed after this week, let me tell you. So how are you all doing? I don't know if any of you have noticed kind of a change in the air this week, but it's been just a little bit different for me anyway. Um, My boss's brother is fighting for his life right now after testing positive for COVID, so He believed he was doing the right thing and not getting vaccinated and stood up for what he believed in, no matter what it was going to cost him. So, or anybody else for that matter. And I'm not going to get into that on here. I refuse to feed into either side on this issue. So the choices he made are killing him right now. And it's too late for him to be sorry or wish he'd made another choice along the way. But it's sad to watch so many people suffering as the numbers crawl again and, and things happen along the way like that. So And then I got an email earlier that one of the doctors I work with had a traumatic death in the family and they had lost a little one, a a little six-year-old that won't ever have the chance to live out his dreams or have his parents hug him again, kiss him goodnight. They'll never be able to watch him grow into an adult and see him shine. So that really hit home for me. As a mom of five, that just shattered my heart. So... On a more positive note, one of my kiddos, my beautiful daughter Megan, turned 21 today. I'm happy she's made it this far and we can celebrate her, but she's like 1,100 miles away and I am missing her so much and her baby right now, more than I could have ever imagined I would. So it's rough, y'all. Not being there to give her a hug or help her to celebrate or buy her a coffee I have in the morning like I have every year since she was a teenager just kind of hurt. I know that that's not as important as some other things that are going on right now. And I feel bad for even complaining about anything that I've gone through this week. It truly can't compare to that of somebody fighting for their life or even of a parent who just lost their child. So please don't misconstrue what I'm saying. It's just 
like I said, this week feels heavy or sad, just kind of too much. So and I know a lot of you have to be feeling it too. So I just kind of feel like I've been tested. Hell, we've all been tested lately in just about every way possible, haven't we? And if I'm being honest, this week has just been rough for practicing what I preach and sticking to letting go of those negative thought patterns that we've been talking about for the past few weeks. So for some reason, this week just felt heavier, like I said, and it's been a little harder to stick to the things that I promised myself that I would work on. I'm just kind of wanting to know if you guys felt it too. Who knows, maybe there's a full moon or maybe another planet is charging into another retrograde cycle, but whatever it is, if you're going through it and you've willingly hopped on the struggle bus like I did without giving it much thought, I want you to do me a favor right now and yell stop. So do it right now, out loud. Okay, maybe not if you're at work, an office full of coworkers or higher ups or even your boss. Maybe just wait till you get in the car. But the second you get a free moment to yourself, I want to yell, stop. I want to get off. So maybe you've hopped on the struggle bus like I did and the lies and uncertainties and second guessing yourself seems to be picking away at any self-confidence or even the surety that you have that you're on the right path, that you're doing the right thing, that you will see results for all your hard work. It is going to take some time. Even like right now, I'm trying to record this podcast and so far I've had to get a canned food cat off my cat's head who was running down the hallway banging her head against the door. My dogs are barking for some unknown reason and my ferrets are literally like hanging off their cage and just scratching to try to get out to get my attention. So it's just things like this this week that seem like it's just total distractions on... <laughs> kind of distracting you from your goal and all the things you want to get done. So let's just kind of start this whole thing over here. <laughs> all right. So like I said, maybe you've hopped on the struggle bus like I did and you've been struggling this week to just kind of keep your head above water. Maybe you boarded the big old jet airliner headed straight for anxiety, lack of motivation, exhaustion, wanting to throw your hands up, but still holding out hope that maybe something will change. Or maybe instead... You bypassed all of that and you hopped straight on the lightning speed bullet train to full-blown depression. Maybe you had a relapse, had a breakdown. Maybe you say it's not worth it anymore. The darkness and negative hold that it has on you seems to have swallowed you whole. No matter what frame of mind or mood or state your mental illness is in or has elevated or degraded to today, when you find yourself listening to this podcast I want you to tell the person that's been driving you to that next false destination on the struggle bus to stop. Say it again. Stop. I want to get off. Let that ride come to a freaking screeching halt and you get off of that roller coaster and come sit with me for a minute while we talk. Will you do that? Like I said, I'm right there with you. All I'm asking is that you sit and talk with me for a little bit, that I share some of my maybe not even wisdom, just heartfelt thoughts this week to get us through everything that's going on. If you really want to get back on again, I'm sure there'll be many opportunities and that driver would love to swing back by and pick you up again. All I'm asking for is just a moment of your time to hear me out, to take a moment to breathe. So let's refocus on our energies and start over. So like I said, if you've joined me in the past, you know we've been talking for weeks about decluttering our minds and our homes to allow our spirits to be set free. And this week I had every intention of talking about decluttering our spiritual homes, 
or possibly moving on to decluttering our bodies. I knew I would continue on with that series, but I was kind of weighing which one I wanted to talk about next. So in all my planning, all my scheming to research topics and things like that, I kind of forgot one simple step. I forgot my promise to set, step out of the way and let the universe guide me to the things I meant to share with you on here. When am I ever going to learn? <laughs> I was rolling full speed ahead and getting overwhelmed with trying to catch up and keep crossing things off my to-do list. And I got so busy trying to kind of reinvent myself and prove that I've got things under control that I forgot a really important factor. And that was to listen to my heart. See, I've been so caught up in creating stuff and who I want to be for the future, envisioning all the things I'll do once this happens or that happens. I just kind of forgot that I'm still growing too. I'm still healing. So when you skip ahead like that without dealing with the past, it will catch up to you. You can take my word on that because that happened to me this week. So there's been this underlying thought, this just this tiny little seed floating around my head this week, this last week or so. And actually, it's been pretty much since I did the last podcast. It's like, I'm trying to grow my email list. I'm trying to create a course. I'm trying to get the podcast off the ground. And I'm thinking, who's going to want to listen to this? Like, do you have enough content? Do you have enough whatever in your voice to get people to listen what good is it going to do you to do this? You can't even keep yourself together half the time lately. And then the doubts kind of started rolling in and you all know what happens when that happens. Once you let one in, then I started thinking, okay, my husband says he's proud of me, but is he really, is he just supporting me because it's easier to let me have my own thing to do. And then I'm not in the way anymore. Maybe he's liking the time away from me. Maybe he's not missing me as much as he says he is. Maybe this is his way of pulling away without hurting me. And then as soon as I started feeling that kind of stuff, I was like, wait a minute, wait a freaking minute. Where did that even come from? Guys, this man has been my Superman, my hero, the love of my life. And we've been married for almost 22 years. I used to babysit him when he was little. And he wrote me a note one Sunday morning in church that said, I'm going to marry you someday. There is not much that can shake our foundation together. So why was it so easy for me to let those thoughts take me to that dark place. And like I said, once I allowed that door to prop open, even just a little bit, it seems like things snowballed from there. Then there were doubts rushing in about the certainty of my job. There's some things going on, some changes going on with that. And I started worrying about that. There were some pretty deep seated issues revolving my adult kids, at least one of them, my home, our finances, my health, my entire future as a life coach, a podcaster, an entrepreneur? Am I biting off more than I can chew? Am I really meant to be doing this? And then <laughs> the last straw, honestly, I'm not a vain person, like I've said before, but my last straw, guys, was my hair. My freaking hair. I about had a full-blown meltdown over my hair. It was getting too thick, too whatever, and I knew then that I needed to just yell stop and reset my mindset. So, Last Saturday, my hubby graciously took me to get my hair cut and encouraged me after it was done and just told me that he missed my hair like that. He, Like I said, he is truly my Superman in my eyes, and I don't know what I'd do without him. He recognizes when I'm kind of spiraling and going down that path, and he's like, come on, babe, <laughs> come back to me here. Let's just stop, slow down, think about you know what's going on. But it was kind of in the middle of that mess that I realized... I've been so focused on worrying 
on fearing, on second-guessing, planning, stressing, literally everything else, that I've been neglecting him. I've been missing the chance to connect to us. And it's no wonder I've been tired. I'm having a hard time staying motivated. I've forgotten to keep myself grounded, centered, even hydrated, but most especially loved. See, for me, my family, my husband, my kids, that's where my source of being centered comes from. They are my grounding, my recharging station. They are the place that I feel most loved and accepted unconditionally. It's the place that in the entire universe of souls, I know I want to be. I know that I'm home. So in some ways, I'd been seeing their, hey, mom, I need this. Hey, honey, could you do this for me? Hey, mom, will you fix this? I had been seeing those as distractions and not for what they really are. They are, or should never have been, a distraction to me as a mom or a wife. They are my whole world, and I want them to know that I am the one person, the one constant that they can always come to, day or night, when they need me for anything. And with my last kid, the one that just turned 18, the baby of the house, they had delivered a couple of doses of some pretty heavy and thought-provoking news this last week, and I let my walls crack. I let the doubts filter in, and then I let myself crumble to the point of no return a couple of times last week. And it sort of spiraled from there without me even realizing it. I didn't realize until my negative mindset kind of started kicking in that I was like, okay, wait a minute, you need to take a step back. So as much as I wanted to scream stop, I want to get off. And I didn't want to hear the news that was being delivered to me by my kiddo. I couldn't. I needed to be their stopping point, their sounding board, their lifeline when they needed it most. And it opened my eyes to realize that I was being a little selfish and only thinking about myself. So it made me also stop to think that we don't get to or we shouldn't get to choose who we want to listen to to vent or when it's convenient to let them in. I haven't been as available lately as I should have been because I've been so caught up in everything else that I missed a whole lot of important heavy things that were going on behind the scenes. So that really hit home to say the least. So I am here offering you all hope and healing and a safe place to vent and talk and yell and scream and start over as many times as you need to. But I wasn't even offering that same thing to myself or really to my family. And I really felt like a hypocrite, to be honest. So a couple of weeks ago, one of my episodes was titled, You Are Worthy, You Are Changed, You Are Free. But sometimes and oftentimes lately, I forget that I'm worthy. As many things as I improve on, when the doubts and pain sink back in, I don't feel very changed either. And then I willingly keep myself chained to the past and I plant my feet and kick and scream until I make myself miserable in my own skin. I wallow in self-doubt. I certainly don't free don't feel free during those times. So why in the world, you might be thinking, am I opening myself up and sharing all of this with you? Because I want you to know that I'm real. I'm human. I hurt like the rest of you. If I can't be honest with myself, I can't be completely open and honest with you either. Now, can I? As I've said before, it's never easy, this process of changing. It's, it's hard work. And sometimes it feels impossible to have a breakthrough or to enact changes that will last more than a day, more than a week, sometimes more than just beyond ending another podcast and hoping it will help someone, even just one person. 
but it's because despite all my shortcomings, all of my doubts, my fears, my sinking into the rabbit hole right along with you, there's one thing that I hold on to that always pulls me up when I need it the most. And that, my friends, is hope. I think this is a good place to take a break. Let's grab some liquid fuel. Go reheat your coffee for the 10th time in your favorite mug. Pull up a comfy chair. <laughs> go get the can off your cat's head. <laughs> Put your ferrets away. Whatever you need to do there. But join me for a heart-to-heart -heart talk on hope that carries me through some of my darkest days. Be right back. And we're back. If you missed the first segment of the podcast, I spent quite a few minutes here commiserating with you and letting you know that whatever struggles you're facing this week, I'm right beside you all the way. So enough of the doom and gloom and feeling like we just can't do this. Just because we have a moment, a day, or even a week of sliding backwards, it doesn't mean we can't start over again. And the thing about feeling pain feeling like we're crumbling and letting our strength crack and crumble sometimes. Do you know what happens during that process? When you see those tiny little cracks where the world becomes too much and threatens to destroy the progress we've made, just feel it. Feel whatever it is. Don't deny it. Feel it with everything you have inside of you. Like I've mentioned in past podcasts, we need to work our way through the pain. Stop living in denial and skirting our way around the truth. So go ahead and feel it. Let those walls begin to crack because those little cracks, those little fissures are where the light seeps in. And in letting that light in, this is where it settles and it begins to do its work in you. So now I want you to stop and think about your reason to change, your why. And you need to make it big enough that nothing can shake your promise to change. So perhaps it's for yourself. And if it is good for you, you deserve it. You always have, you always will. And I hope you stick with me on this journey as we learn side by side how to grow, how to blossom, and how to become more than we ever thought possible. Maybe that changes for your kids. Good on you, mama. You're a badass woman with a heart of gold and these struggles you're facing won't last forever. This, I promise you. I know it feels like it right now. The trying to figure out how to make the ends meet when there just doesn't seem to be enough to go around. I've been there. But don't focus on the negative so much and the how much you don't have. Focus on the good that you're doing, that you have surrounding you, and make that work. And if you don't have enough goodness surrounding you, then for heaven's sakes, make your own. Make a friend. Find your tribe. Lean on others and help them uplift you the best they can. I know it's hard trying to keep each kid happy when they're all so very different. I've had five of my own, like I said, and what worked for one or maybe two certainly did not work for others. It was like a guessing game at any time on who was going to be mad or sad or hate the way you're raising them, especially in the middle of, the, middle of those oh-so-joyous teenage years. But those angry teens, those tyrannic toddlers, they do change too. 
They develop into young adults who somehow learn to love and respect you all over again on the other side of becoming an adult themselves. So sometimes it takes a while, but they'll come around. The bottom line is don't give up, not on them, not on yourself. And I hope to talk to you guys more on this subject at a later time. And I'm even building some online course material about parenting your adult children. So, but first I have to make it through the empty nesting years and we're about there. We have one still at home that's ready for his own place, but he's super cautious and making sure that he doesn't screw it all up. So he's got his head on straight and he wants to go at his own pace. And I'm cool with that. I really am. I don't, don't really want to force him to do anything beyond what he's comfortable for, even though I know it's time. So that's just the mom and me, but we have another with one foot out the door and ready to leap before looking. And quite frankly, it scares the hell out of me. I don't know how to cope with that sometimes. So the main focus here in all of this I'm sharing is to let you know that you don't have to be perfect or worry-free or stress-free or even know where you're going to be able to change. All you need to do is admit that you want something different. You need something more. You crave something better. And that tiny seed of hope inside of you that always pulls you through will begin to inspire you, to feed you, and to cultivate the change you need to you believe in yourself again and can stand on your own two feet. I'm only, I'm trying to be serious right now and telling you what I need to say, but I need to be honest that I've started just that sentence alone over like three times because I could not say the words cultivate the need to change. So sorry about that. You guys won't know because I delete and I edit this before you ever say it, but I'm even having trouble finding the words to speak this week. So like I said, the struggle is real people. And I'm trying to communicate the best I can and get my point across with my heart without flubbing this whole podcast up this week. So just like I talked about last week and decluttering your physical surroundings, we talked about, we don't sometimes even know where to start. So if I, if you remember what I cautioned you not to do, and that is to let it overwhelm you. You need to break it down into smaller steps at first until you start to make progress. So let's just take a state. See, just exactly what I said. Let's take a step back this week and let's try to just work on those small things. Why don't we take a moment to focus on the things that will allow us to stop, even if only in our heads and say enough is enough. I want to get off this crazy roller coaster of downhill spirals and self-doubt. And I want to stop living in self-preservation mode. I want to learn to live again and make my dreams come true. And I'm here to tell you that I believe in you. I know you can do it, and I can too. Remember last week I said that decluttering was about minimizing the chaos that's filling our beings. And I kind of think I forgot about that this week when I was feeling overwhelmed and not at all like myself. I personally need to work on replacing that extra noise, that chaos, that negative garbage with peace, serenity, but most especially in the midst of it all, joy. So let's agree to start over this week and let go of one thing that no longer serves us. What does that look like for you this week? For me, I have to find a way to get rid of this noise, these doubts that say I'm not worthy to receive the gifts the universe has in store for me. That includes that of myself, my husband, my kids, and my entire future. I think for me, this included rewiring my brain a bit because when I feel those first little whisperings start to edge their way in, 
it's too easy for me just to let them slide right back in. And I don't want to leave room for those things that we're missing, those unfulfilled hopes, those dreams that were never realized, even broken promises of others to shake me and allow me to doubt myself. So again, I think that this is where a journal can come in handy. When you look at things that you just can't let go, certain doubts and fears that just keep resurfacing and stopping you from realizing your true potential, when you start feeling them, stop what you're doing. Write them down. Attach a memory or a feeling to them. And then decide, is this worth keeping? How does it hold you back? Is it keeping you chained to a not-so-great memory of your past? Just like when decluttering our mind, We need to learn to untether ourselves from the root cause of those memories and learn to move beyond the pain, the trauma, whatever the case may be. So I also read a quote last week that read, when we really delve into the reasons for why we can't let something go, there are only two reasons, an attachment to the past and a fear of the future. And there it is again, untethering ourselves from the past and letting go of our fear for what the future might hold. The future is only scary because it's based on lies that we've believed and we keep feeding ourselves over and over again. It's a manipulation of our mind to try and force us to begin to unravel, to shake us to our core. And then it tells us that, you know, it'd be easier if you just give up. So to this, this specific thing, I say, stop, stop the lies, the BS, the manipulations and create your own intentions to feed yourself when this start happening. Instead of, I can't do this, let's look at it differently. Write out a plan. What if I did do this? What if I did make it past the struggle, these lies, through this pain? What could I accomplish then? Instead of, oh, it's happening again. I can feel it. The anxiety is creeping in. I'm about to lose control. Or here comes the fear again. The what ifs that are holding you back. Write out the way you're feeling and be honest with yourself. Acknowledge it. Get it all out, the negativity, the garbage, the yuck, but then write down the goodness that goes with it. The, what if I challenge this anxiety right now and I learn to breathe? What if I take 60 seconds right now to close my eyes, to breathe in, to breathe out, to focus my intention on the why I want to beat this? Or the, what if I don't lose control? What if I instead acknowledge the presence of those feelings but I let them know that they are uninvited here, they're unwelcome, that I refuse to allow them to control me any longer. You can even learn breathing exercises that work for you. Some some people think that breathing works, some people don't. If it does, breathing can help practice you to rewire your nervous system and get it out of stress mode. And then that can dramatically decrease anxiety levels when you begin to practice them. Your body eventually accepts those changes and begins to automatically implement them after a while. And it needs to become a habit in order for it to become automatic. So like with everything else, we need to rewire our brains and let go of our past and our failures to make way for the new. So instead of fearing what the future could be, let's work on making it what it will be, what we want it to be. Let's set our intentions on manifesting exactly what it is that we desire that future to look like and all its struggle-free decluttered yuck (laughs) but feeling good and healing glory so let's take one last break and then i'll be back to recap and see if we can't turn this struggle bus around and head in a new direction i'll be right back
All right, we are back, and I am your host, Sadie K. Frazier of the Daily Escape podcast. All right, so you may have noticed that this one isn't one of my normal episodes. It's been a little bit more serious, a little deeper than even I had planned, but when the universe is in control, sometimes you just step out of the way and let them be your guide. So this is what tends to happen. And even listening to myself talk and replaying the things that I've already said, not one word of this is what I had planned for this week. But what I do know beyond the shadow of a doubt is that there is someone desperately holding on to the hope that I'm providing right this very second. There's somebody that just happened to run across this podcast today by accident, if you want to use that term, but there is no accident. There is a definite reason why you need to be here today. There's somebody needing to hear this message that I'm sharing and know that they're being heard. So I want you to know that I do hear you. I see you and I feel your pain from there. I'm sorry you're feeling hopeless, like you're not even worthy to ask for help, but you couldn't be more wrong. Maybe you woke up today and thought, what's the point of any of this? Or asked, why am I even here? Because you, my friend, are on the precipice of a huge change in your life. You are standing on the edge of a life-changing decision. You're walking towards a brand new path and you're unsure of where to go next. There are two paths before you right now, aren't there? If you close your eyes and you look at your future, there are two paths before you. There's a proverbial fork in the road, so to speak. And the universe has a message for you, just like it did for me. You see, I found it this weekend when I needed it the most. It was a picture on Instagram, and I believe it was a man standing on a ledge. And the quote read, I had to make you uncomfortable. Otherwise, you never would have moved. And it was from the universe. That's powerful, isn't it? I don't know about you, but to put it into words, everything that I've been going through this week, all the struggles, all the fighting with myself and feeling out of control, it was the universe unsettling me reminding me, don't get too comfortable in knowing where you're going. I needed to look back, face my past, unearth and deal with everything I need to until I can be free of it all, once and for all. Until I've had enough and I finally yell, stop, stop this crazy life I'm being swallowed up by, I want to get off. I've got a new life waiting for me, I see the light ahead, and there is nothing that's going to stop me now. I can feel a change coming. Man, do I feel it coming. And I hope you can too. So right now I want to share with you a song that I ran across. And I just recently found Pink's new CD that she had out. So the song is called Courage. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but I would pull it up on YouTube or wherever you listen to your music, Apple Music, wherever. Just play the music Courage by Pink. She says, I'm walking uphill both ways and it hurts. I bury my heart here in this dirt. I hope it's a seed. I hope it works. I need to grow here. I could be closer to light, closer to me. I don't have to do this perfectly. And then she talks about the rain pouring on her and how it's sowing the seeds of love and hope. We don't have to stay stuck in this way. But her challenge to us all is, Have I the courage to change? Have I the courage to change? Have I the courage to change today? So I'm asking you right now, do you have enough courage to change today? Do you see the light in the darkest of places? Nothing is permanent. 
we are able to take a step forward and enact those changes at any point in our life. Like I said, I even in a, the smallest thing as putting a podcast together, if you stop and listen to your gut, to the whisperings of the universe, God, whoever you believe in, and you step out of the way and let them take control, you'd be surprised at the amount of things will come that you're feeling deep inside that will come forward and tell you, you don't have a choice anymore. You have a message to share. You have things that I want you to do with your life. So quit messing around. Stop the freaking struggle bus. Get off and get your life straight. And I hope that you guys are feeling it too. Like I said, I hope you'll continue to join me each week as we take the next steps in becoming anything that we can be, anything we put our mind to, as we learn that nothing is too big to handle when we step out of the way and let the universe guide us. So my wish this week is that if any of you are struggling, if any of you are just barely holding on by a thread, that you know that you are loved, that I've uplifted you, that I've made you laugh, made you cry, that I've made you want to scream out loud, not only stop, I want to get off, but I can do this. Yes, I can. So chin up, my friend. You've taken the first steps. You've taken the right path. You've chosen that fork in the road, and it's all uphill from here. So straighten your crown, take a deep breath in, and let it all go, because I believe in you. You've got what it takes, and so do I. So together we'll make it through day by day and piece by piece until we're restored, healed, and find joy in the journey once again. I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope this weekend turns everything around for us. So take a few moments this weekend for some extra self-care, some extra love. Go get a massage. Go get your hair cut. Just get outside and breathe a little bit. Let all this stress fall away. That's what I'm going to do this week is just kind of take a step back, spend some time with my husband, my family, reground myself, reroute myself in their love, and... I think I'll be okay. That's what I need to do to piece myself back together. So just hang in there. Know that you're loved from here to the universe and back. Until next time, I'm unconditionally yours. All my love, Sadie.
been another episode of the Daily Escape podcast, and I am your host, Sadie K. Frazier.